Hey everybody, this is Chad Pullins here with the Bonfire Group. Say what's up, you guys. Hello. What up? We are just getting done with our final meeting of the year and getting ready to um, finish up the year by doing our podcast. And last week, was it last week, Jared, that it came out? Or was it two weeks ago with the video? Sure. Last week. Last week? week? So last week... um, you saw Nick and myself. If if you'll go back and re-watch the video and pay attention to Nick looking at the camera, it was so great, buddy. I did such a good job, buddy. Was... I looked at the camera. <laughs> I'm saying I looked right at that camera. Jared's doing better now. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, doing better. So, guys, anyways, we were so excited to let you guys know. We, we think that, not that we've got it all figured out about winning at Christmas, but we've got some things, some tips today that are going to help you win this Christmas. And here's the reason why. Um, so many people, like yourself, at times feel like they lose in different areas of Christmas. Whether when it comes to the people that you lead, um, you feel like you're losing there. Whether it comes to your family, those closest to you, or just you yourself. And look, we just want to spend some time today and give you just some simple little tips that will be so helpful to, to win at Christmas. Um, Nick, anything else you want to add there before we just jump right in today? No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, it's, I think often we just don't think about it. We don't sit back and say, how can I win for those I lead? How can, how can I win with my family? And we just end up with a Christmas that we're kind of trying to get through instead of excelebra- uh, excited to celebrate every moment in. Yeah, that was a great new word you just invented right there. Celebrated. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I agree, man, 100%. I, I, the way that the, the leadership principle we put with that is we live reactively instead of proactively. I think it's the opposite. We live proactively, not reactively. I mean, as far as like most people end up living reacting to Christmas, not proactively planning for it. Oh, right, right. Like, so that's I the problem. What you're yeah, no, that's okay, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so we end up living reactionary lives, which <laughs> feels like we're just getting by versus, versus living proactively. So l- let's look first at the people that you lead, all right? So if you're in a position right now where you lead people, like you're responsible for them, there are three things that you can do over the next couple of weeks that are going to be so helpful in them feeling valued as well as feeling like they have the space or the empowerment from you to really enjoy Christmas. So the first one is give them a bonus. Give them a bonus. Just give them a bonus. And here's the deal. The bonus is not on merit. All right? Like, and... You know, Nick, you feel super passionately about this. Kind of to explain them what do you what do you mean when you're saying like a bonus not on merit? So if you want to give your employees, those you lead, an end of the year bonus that is based on how well your company or organization performed that year, that's fantastic. You know, and if some people were more instrumental in making that happen, great. They get a larger share of the benefits of the organization itself succeeding. But when it comes to Christmas and you give out a bonus 
you're not giving them something that's, I, I would argue you shouldn't give something that's just merit-based because you're not just affecting the person who cashes the check. You sit at the top of a massive economy and you affect their children. When you give a non-merit-based bonus, it's just, it's, it's, unde- it's grace, it's undeserved favor. You give it to them at Christmas, it trickles down and it affects their children and it brings joy into that whole economy. I mean, some, some happiness, whatever, money, buying joy versus happiness, all that. But it feels so much better to receive a bonus that I don't deserve than to receive something that I feel like I do deserve. Yeah, the, 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 the money becomes the vehicle of the statement that you're saying to them, I value you as a person. Not yeah. just what you bring to the table. I want, I want I to bless you. you. I want to bless your family. Yeah. I want to bless your house, your kids. It's crucial. I value you. So look, give them a bonus. Like They're going to be much more bought in to you and your leadership and what you're about if you'll just care for them as a human being. So give them a bonus. It doesn't have to be a ton. Whatever you're able to do, like give them a bonus. Second thing for people you lead is this, is give them flexibility. This is, when it comes to time, probably more stressful than it comes to money for people during this season. Like people have so much limited time. Every day there seems like there's a huge list that needs to get done. And people are wondering how are they going to do it. If you'll give the people you lead the flexibility that they need with their time, we're not saying don't expect them to get their job done. What we are saying is give them flexibility with it. If they need to take the afternoon off and they can accomplish what they're doing somewhere else, give them that flexibility because they need that gift of time right now. Yeah, I mean, they're still going to work the last week up until the holiday and everything, but a couple hours off can make so much difference when there are so many parties to go to. Getting off at 3 o'clock instead of 5 o'clock, dealing with less traffic, having an opportunity to do some shopping, um, all of that. It makes such a difference when I know that I have flexibility during the holidays. And normal meetings that you may be having with folks that you would normally do during, you know, a normal time of the year, cancel those, please. Like, it's Christmas, for God's sake. You know, people are not going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Like, you, they're, they're, like, come on. Like, just get real. Cancel the meetings that don't need to be had. Give your employees flexibility. It will help them win. All right? It will help them win. Last one is this, is please celebrate the people that you lead publicly. Now, whether that's by email, whether that's at a staff meeting, whether that's at the Christmas party, just please in front of other people in the organization, when you have a moment, would you celebrate the people that you lead publicly? It is so easy for you to see all the stuff they do wrong. Why? Because I know that. Like, it's so easy for me to see everything that the people that I lead do wrong, right? Just natural. So go against that and instead celebrate them publicly, all the things that you see, all the qualities you see in them that help make your organization what it is. And if you're going to have a Christmas party... Oh, jeez. 
Le- make it fun. Please. Please don't make it cucumber sandwiches at Good lunchtime. gracious. And call that a party. It's not. It's called a waste of time. And don't add something. Like we just said, be flexible. Celebrate in public. Don't add something to their schedule that they'd rather not do. Don't make them bring their wife back to the office on another day unless it's going to be fantastic. Now, if you can make that fantastic to where it's the first day in their Christmas calendar that they want to put on their calendar because they know it's going to be a fun time, you're going to sponsor it, everything's paid for, and they're going to have a blast, by all means do it. But make it fun. In fact, if you can't do that, if it's not something that they want to sacrifice other time to be part of, just don't do the Christmas party because you're, you're adding to the stress of their life this month. All right? Like you're going to bless them more by just not having it. But it, and, and here's the deal. If you don't know how to have a fun Christmas party, it may be too late to help you right now. But I promise you, if you go to the bonfiregroup.org, we'll do a 30-minute session with you. We will get that party planned out for you next year. All right, just, just to recap, guys, people you lead, bonus, not on merit. This is how you help them win. Be flexible. Give them flexibility. And celebrate them publicly. And All if right? you need a visual... Go watch Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, and don't be a Scrooge. That's so good. All right, family. Here we go, family. How, how do you help your family lead? How do you help your family lead? This is, you know, this is one that is so important because so often we will sacrifice the joy of the people that are closest to us, and we'll say no to them and yes to all the other pressure and stresses around us that we end up stealing some of their joy at Christmas. So here are just a couple things. The first is this. Plan ahead so that you know what you're going to say yes to and no to deliberately. Like sit down and plan the next two weeks to say, look, this is what we're saying yes to, This is what we're saying no to. Because here's the deal. You can't say yes in all the places that are asking for your time in the next two weeks. It is impossible. And you and your husband or wife may have different ideas about what you need to say yes or no to. So sit down and deliberately decide where your yeses are going to be and where your noes are going to be over the next couple of weeks. And you just have to take an honest look at your family and where where you can and can't do that. Are my kids in public school? Do they have a schedule they have to keep? Where does that affect what I say yes to as far as Christmas engagement goes in the evening? How late a party can last versus do I need to go ahead and kick some people out so my kids can go to bed because they still have to go to school for the next five days? Um, or can I say yes to that because we have more flexibility, be it because our kids are young or our kids are older? And and we can have this many parties. How many days are actually appropriate to spend at the in-laws? Let's say yes and no in that place on the front side so we don't have to try to make that decision under pressure in the moment. Yeah, it's so crucial. I mean, it kind of brings up one one of the little side notes, I think, in this yes and no conversation is be aware of the most stressful moments in your season. So, guys, if you've got a a wife or if you have a husband where you know that your parents, their in-laws, 
like it's just not a super amazing experience for them every time they go there. Sure, they love your mom and dad. Like, I get all that. But have some clear guidelines or some clear boundaries upon when you are leaving, when you're going, what's expected there. That's just one little example that can be so helpful if you just identify the stressful moments and make sure you identify those boundaries that go with them which kind of feeds us into our next one when it comes to family, and that is set some clear expectations. Yeah. Like, what are the expectations when it comes to gifts? What are the expectations when it comes to budget? What are the expectations when it comes to time? What are the expectations when it comes to travel? What are the expectations when it comes to Christmas morning? I mean, there are all these things, but you have to clearly lay them out if you and your family are going to win over the next two weeks. Yeah, Chad, one of the most helpful things that we did this year in our family was we sat down at the beginning of November and we said, what's going to be our holiday philosophy? Like as we buy gifts, how are we going to know like what we're going to base that on? And we sat down and we said, okay, there, there are some people in our lives where we can't actually spend enough money to bless them, but we really want to bless as many people as possible. So we want to bless people where possible. And in fact, we want to spend as little money as possible. We really only want to spend that money where it's, it's necessary to bless someone. And we want to ask ourselves, is there another way to bless them? And it was help, super helpful because we, we actually took the SWAT tool out and we, we looked at where people fall in the various quadrants. And we said, these are people that really we can only bless with time. These are some people that we can bless with money, but we don't actually have time for. These are some people where we can bless with, with money and time. But for our marriage and our family, it has been so much more peaceful and um, structured and workable this year with so much less stress because we sat down at the beginning and planned it out. It's great, Nick. I love that little tool. Hopefully you guys will go back and just replay that and hear those different quadrants and it may be a great lens to use as you guys um, move forward. Uh, this is the last piece for helping your family win. It, it, it kind of feeds into what we just said. Well, it's just lots of communication. I mean, honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like every morning is a new mountain I'm climbing right now. Like every morning, I, the list that I thought was completed yesterday, there's a whole new list, and it's bigger than the one yesterday. And you can just feel it building. Like, I don't know about anybody else, but we feel it building towards Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. There's a ton to get done. And so when it comes to your family, you need to have lots of communication, daily communication as to what the goal is, what's expected, what list is in front of us, just so you don't go on assuming. Because I promise you, in this season, it's so busy. If you start assuming things about one another, things are going to get dropped through the cracks. There are going to be some trespasses that you take. There's going to be some arguments and some miscommunication that don't need to happen if you would just communicate well and often. Absolutely. Use a, a calendar, paper, digital, whatever, but <laughs> look at that calendar Write it down. with your spouse. And every time someone asks you for a Christmas commitment, write it down. I, I can't be the only person on this planet who has different people he manages in his life that he doesn't mix. But there, there, there are people I don't mix, and I almost had them on the same day on the calendar this year. And... 
we communicated and we avoided something that that could have been bad. Um, so so communicate, write it down, get it on the calendar, and and it's just a simple discipline. Every morning with your spouse, your significant other, break out that calendar and say what's on the list today and what's on the list tomorrow. If you have time, run through the next five days and then wake up the next morning and do it again. It's so helpful. I'm I'm now actually very excited <laughs> to hear about this little Almost oh boy. It's like it was, calendar it was, thing. Bro, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, okay, last thing you guys, we've talked about ways for you to help the people you lead win. We've talked about your how to help your family win. Um, here's the last one. How how to help you win. Guys, this is so simple, but the, the one thing that many folks just miss in the midst of this. Here's the way if you want to win this year, give and give generously. That's how you win. You give your time, your energy, your resources towards the people that you love and care for, towards the things that are close to your heart, the burdens that keep you up at night, the passions that get you up into the morning. Give and give generously. Forget about what you might receive this year and focus on what you'll give and i promise you you're going to win this christmas unlike you have before i i I love that forget about what you might receive and focus on what you can give and god knows there will be people who hear this who are like i i don't have hardly anything else to give the money's spent the time is spent i i didn't really plan ahead it's not too late to say yes and no deliberately kind of taking it back a step. As you give, if you have to say no, say no. But then say yes where you can this season and say yes generously. Yeah. And get creative with it. Like it doesn't give generously doesn't mean that you have to have unlimited finances to do that. You can be creative. You have gifts and graces that you can use. Whatever they may be, maybe it's something that you make or something that you say or write or whatever that may be. But just live selflessly in a way that you're focused on others and you'll win um, this Christmas. One of the things we've really encouraged our, our kids in this year is as they receive a gift, to think about the, the time and the thought and the capital that somebody else put into that and, and take all of that as being the gift. So on the back side or, or on the flip side, you get to put that time and thought and capital in and all of that is part of the gift. Yeah, it's great, and it's a great way to close. Guys, we hope that that's helpful for you guys. You might need to go back and just listen to it a couple of times, um, jot down some notes, and if you'll put in the action, I, I think you're going you're gonna to win this Christmas, help the people around you win as well. We'd love to, to connect with you. If you go to thebonfiregroup.org or check us out um, on Twitter. Jared's our Twitter handle, just the Bonfire Group. Yeah. Bonfire Group Twitter handle or on Facebook. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to do a 30-minute free coaching session um, with you coming into the new year. We're excited about January and, and what we're running after here at the Bonfire Group. So stay tuned for more stuff to come. Take care. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.